Hey guys, it's Derek from Derek Chai Photography, and welcome to episode 9 of our podcast series. Today, we're going to be talking about how to survive the craziest, the most hectic, the busiest, the most ridiculous time of the year, and that's December. And I'm not necessarily talking about the festive season, I'm talking about more of the lead up to the festive season where everybody seems to be flat chat. The malls are busy, the roads are busy, everybody's trying to get their last minute work done before they go on their summer vacation. And it's a time when it's really easy to to lose your cool, especially considering I'm on my way to my day job. It's 8.24 in the morning and it's currently 38 degrees outside. It's absolutely stinking hot. And with the with the heat soaring as high as it is in the recent weeks, it's, it is, as I said, literally very easy to lose your cool. And it can turn your December and your January into a nightmare. So here are some of my thoughts and perhaps some tips or maybe just a rant, depending on where the direction of this podcast goes, on how to survive and have, a, have an amazing holiday season. Now, as you guys all know, at the moment, photography is something that I'm working on as a startup business. And as such, I am maintaining my day job, which is that of a doctor in a, in a hospital. And whilst all the many businesses are on the wind down, work is actually on the wind up because everybody, all the doctors want to get all their patients in. They want to get their operations done and get them all fixed so that they can go on their three-week vacation, ski vacation to Aspen, um, put in brackets, jealous. Um, but, yeah, so this week and last week has been an absolute horrible time at work because it's full-on and you don't get much of a break. And that coupled with this year, me trying to sort out that little incident about my stolen wallet and the car being broken into has just turned December into one of those hellish, nightmarish months. And I've only got a couple more days actually of work before I have a few weeks off so I'm really looking forward to that I've got a plan to do some more podcasts and also work on some video for you guys so that'll be amazing but uh, it's just been a, a frantic experience and one of the first things that suffer is the lack of sleep and then having to rush around and do stuff it's 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 taxing and you just got to make sure you look after yourself and stay safe and stay hydrated and all that kind of stuff. If you're planning on having family and friends over for, for Christmas lunch or dinner, that adds another extra stress to to your month as well as having to find presents. And these days people are asking for stuff which is can be quite expensive. So they adds to also a financial burden on in this busy month. So... It all takes its toll. So what can we do to to make our December a bit smooth? Well, a lot of that involves planning some stuff before December. And that means that you kind of made up an idea and have some thoughts on what to buy as presents before the last shopping week of Christmas. Because going to the mall now is probably, you know, something that you want to put on your list of enjoyment right up there with, you know, having open heart surgery without an anesthetic. So if you've been one of the smart ones who bought their Christmas presents when the shops were on sale in June or July, kudos to you. And for you guys who 
have managed to beat the cutoff and get all your shopping done online, also applause to you guys because you've saved yourself a hell of a lot of anguish and a hell of a lot of pain. And for the crazy amongst us, or those who just like to suffer because it's fun, and if you're planning out on going Christmas shopping this weekend, well, good luck to you. Uh, my suggestion to you is just to get it done quickly and get it done early. And it's probably not the best time to be umming and ahhing and procrastinating about what you're going to get. You should have a list and have a, like a laser focus when you get to the mall. And just get it done and get the hell out. It's got to be like a like a sneak attack almost. So you can just take it easy and get home, put your feet up and watch some sport or something because nothing's as good as going to the mall on December 24th, let me say. But anyhow, a lot of families, a lot of you guys with families will probably want to have had done a Christmas Santa photo and... You know, that can be a very hit-and-miss experience as well. There's not much you can do about it because it's not exactly something that you can do by yourself because somebody's got to come dressed as Santa Claus. And unless you know someone who is that way inclined in the family, your only real option is to, to hit up one of the mall Santas. We all know that they're not the real Santa because Santa's obviously too busy making toys for the kids and sitting in the mall posing for photos. But... You know, we've had some good experience and some bad experiences, and I thought I'd give you a little bit of a run-through about our experience this year and what to do and what not to do, whether it's last-minute Santa photos or something that you're going to plan on doing next year. This year, we made the trek to a, to a larger mall, and usually we go to our local mall where there's not much of a crowd, and it gets done pretty snappily, and you're out of there in about half an hour or so, but this time... We had to duck up to the big Westfield at Chatswood because I had to drop my parents' car off back to their place after I'd loaned it for a while. So we went to the, the Santa at Westfield. And let me just say this, we would really like that two hours of our lives back. So we get there, it's about 12.30, and there's a queue of probably about eight or nine families ahead of us. And... You know, we're, we're standing patiently in, in the line and half an hour later, we've moved up about one step. So the average speed of the Santa photos when we were there was probably, I think, you know, given the timing and how long it took us to get from where we were in the queue to actually getting our two minutes of Santa photos, I think they were managed to get through about seven families per hour. So that's roughly, with the math, just under 10 minutes per family. And when you're doing Santa photos, I think that is completely unacceptable. By the time we'd finished, there was a queue that was out the door. They were turning people away because they didn't think that they could get them in. And what we were watching was kind of a complete debacle. Um, so they, they register you. There's two lines. There's the walk-in line, which we were in, and they had like a Disney-like fast pass line. So if you had the had the planning and the foresight, you knew when you were coming, but we didn't, and you could have reserved a spot online. You pretty much just go down the, the pre-booked or the fast pass line, and you get your photos taken within the next 10 minutes or so, which 
something we would definitely plan on doing if we were to do this again next year because the hour plus weight was just ludicrous and if you're not going to be in really much of a mood to smile for your Santa photo once you've been in line with a grizzly kid, particularly for like an hour. So looking at the photographers there, clearly they didn't really have much clue what they were doing because in front of us we had a family with two little kids, like literally babies, and they were twins, and they were, they were pretty cute, and they got them sat on Santa's lap. And the kids started staring at the camera, which was would have been the ideal time. But when I looked around, the Santa photographer was busy talking to someone else up there and they missed the opportunity. And it took them like 10 more minutes to get the kids to look at the camera and not be crying. Um, so, you know, epic fail on that one. And they pretty much tried to use all those kid tricks in the world that you know that really don't work. And they're the things like blowing horns, ringing bells, and making goo-goo noises where the kids are bawling their eyes out. And the other thing is, like, they got them to hold signs, and then when the kids finally got the signs, they took the, the signs away from the kids, you know, the little Merry Christmas signs. And then the kids get upset because you've taken the sign away, and you're getting these photos which are pretty pretty mediocre. And every every shot, the parents are rushing out, out of the Santa couch so that they can have a little preview on the screen so that's why it takes 10 minutes per family and if you compare that to the type of stuff that I do for events and weddings you don't have time to spend 10 minutes taking one picture and having everybody gawk at it you need to have the confidence in your ability and just to nail the shot and move on and it was a pretty eye-opening experience the guys, to be honest, they kind of freaked out a little bit, which I thought was funny, was when we had to register, I used, I gave them my email address, and they, from that they figured out that I was a photographer, and they started getting a little bit sort of embarrassed, because I knew that we were kind of not all that impressed with how long things were taking, and they actually admitted that they weren't really photographers, and this wasn't really a professional business, and that we weren't really going to get the pictures that we'd expect to get and the quality at the level that we expect, which was kind of weird. Um, we got this cheap package where we were happy just to get the digital files, which he said would be raw, which weren't, and they weren't, and I knew they weren't, um, because he said, oh, we'll give you the raw files, but I don't think he meant raw as in raw files. But, you know, he showed us these pictures, and you could get this package where you could get, you know, six different prints of different sizes. And you would expect that if you got prints of six six different size prints or six prints, you would be able to choose any of the prints that they took. But unfortunately, that's not the case. And all six or L8 or whatever you got in your package, they all have to be the same print. So you have to just get eight of the same thing, which I think is ridiculous. The prints come in two sizes, one of which is, I think it was a 4x6 and there was a 6x8. But the way they had the system configured is that if you pick a nice print that goes on a 6x8 and then you get the 4x6 in the package, it crops off half the people on the sides. And they thought that was acceptable. And the alternative that they presented to us was that you could have it instead of in a vertical portrait type of photo that we make it horizontal, so like a landscape, which means that you cut off legs and all that kind of thing. You cut off the top of Santa's chair. 
which is absolutely ridiculous. So we had to stick with the picture for the for the prints that we didn't really want because either myself or my wife or both of us would have been cropped out of the picture and only our daughter was going to be in it. Having felt bad, this was probably the best part of the afternoon. Is It was obviously embarrassing. He gave us a couple of vouchers or coupons to San Churro. So we really enjoyed some churros with salted caramel sauce and also white chocolate sauce. And that was literally the highlight of the day. When I got home, we downloaded the, the digital files. And after paying 50 bucks, you don't expect to be at home having to do some Photoshopping, which is what we had to do. The photos that we got were way overexposed. So they had this Ellen Crom bouncing off an umbrella, shooting with, you know, a Nikon, I don't know, D3000 or something with a with a what looked like an 18 to 55 kit lens. Photos were overexposed. One thing, a couple of things else was that there was this big white triangle, which was at the bottom. I don't know whether it was just a piece of paper that was because of the wide angle that was in view or whether it was something else, but there was a big white blob at the bottom, and I had to clone out this this white blob in Photoshop and redo the sort of the floor tiles to make it look decent, and, you know, that is inexcusable for a $50 Santa photo. And then the other thing we noticed that was missing, which we never noticed was missing on any of the previous Santa photos that we've had, is the fact that there was no date on it. Our prints had like some weird file name. So, you know, it was like 201 whatever dot XL dot whatever, which is the actual file name, which was printed on the bottom of the photo, which is also ridiculous. But there was no year on the Santa photo. So this could have been this year, last year, next year. This could have been, you know, the photo of Santa Christmas past or Christmas future, basically. So we had to add that on in Photoshop. Had to change the exposures. It took me, uh, to be fair, it took me like 10 minutes to edit six photos. But most people wouldn't have the facilities or the or, or the motivation to do that when they got home. They wouldn't just accept that garbage that they were they were given. So that's my little two-minute rant on, or maybe a little bit longer on these more Santas. And you try and avoid them as possible. There's a place close to us which actually had a free, basically a free small Santa, but you'd have to bring your own camera and take your own photos. And maybe we should have just done that because we wouldn't have had to wait an hour for that sort of garbage. But anyhow, as I said, we've got two more days of day job work, which is going to be two pretty unpleasant days, I would imagine, given how busy it is and the fact that they're still bringing people in because they want to get stuff done before the holidays then we're going to have some family over for an early Christmas dinner and then we're going to have Christmas and then we don't know what we'll be doing this is one of those years where we're not actually going away much to my disappointment Um, so we'll be in Sydney or hanging around and not going to the happiest place on earth so we'll figure out what we're going to do we might go shoot some video, do some exploring, maybe go somewhere outdoory when it's not that hot. And then maybe go see some movies. I wanted to see the new Star Wars movie and then there's Coco and there's also Jumanji. So there are a few interesting things that I like to do. I might even go to the Japanese bookstore because my daughter loves that and we can get some stuff hopefully if they have another 20% off 
sale after Christmas. It's probably the the first Christmas New Year that I've spent in Sydney in, oh, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years. So it'll be a little bit different and we'll see how we go. I'd love to hear about what you guys have planned. If you can hit me up on email at Derek at DerekChaiPhotography.com.au or through social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat. And if you want to add me on Snapchat, my handle is Derek Chai Photog. And, you know, you guys should have a great Christmas. I'll probably, I'm sure I'll speak to you before, you guys before then. But just remember just to stay safe. It's a great time of year that you can spend with your family and friends, but it also can be a very stressful time of year. So take some time out. Make sure you, you get some exercise in amongst eating all this fattening, yummy, delicious, sweet you know, food that you got planned. And you know, I wish everybody a very healthy, safe, and happy and prosperous 2018 if I don't see you or hear from you until then. But yeah, as I said, love to hear your comments. If you've got anything to say, just hit me up. And I'll catch you in the very next episode, which is going to be episode 10. Catch you later, guys.